guys, I'm your host, Tim Galligan. Welcome to the Ghost of Real Estate. And today we have very special guest, tough guest, 2015 Golden Gloves champ, 2015 Metro champ, heavyweight professional boxer, Moses Thunderhands Johnson. Welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for coming on, man. It. Thank it's you for having me, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed for the opportunities that boxing gave me, and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. You. Um, you want to start just, you know, uh, giving a little bit of background about yourself, how you got into boxing. Um, you know, take it from there. Yeah, so uh, I got into boxing. Man, I've been fighting my whole life. I actually <laughs> used to get beat up when I was younger. Surprisingly, I was like a scrawny little kid. Really? Oh, I guess so. My older cousins and my, my brothers used to, you know, rough me up. <laughs> then I actually started playing football. So I got into football, and then one day I went to the gym. I was about 17, 16, 17, and I fell in love with it. I went yeah. to, I think it was LA Boxing or Boxing Through Fitness or something. Yeah. It was like one of those, it wasn't really a boxing gym. It was just like a fitness gym, and I, I fell in love with it. So ever since then, I just wanted to see where I could take it. Yeah. And here we are. So That's awesome. So yeah. what is that, 29? 29. So yeah. is it 13 years ago or yeah, so? Yeah. That's awesome, man. So that's a lot to accomplish yeah, in that amount yeah, of time. Yeah. You're a big dude. You said you're 250? 260. 260. Yeah, I got to so slim up a little bit, but yeah, 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 we're getting there. So Nice. And you said 240 is, is your prime time fighting yeah. weight. That's where you like to be. 235, 240, I can move. I can move at 260. Yeah. But my fight, I had a pro fight in June. And those six rounds, I felt it. I was like, man, <laughs> fighting at 260 is a little different than fighting at 240, you yeah. know? So. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. So right now you're 8-0. Yep. You got seven wins by KO. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah. So. That's awesome. Keep, keep chipping away. What does it feel? I got to know what it feels like in a ring to knock someone out cold. It's like, it's crazy because I ask myself that and I really don't know. It's just like my, my <laughs> adrenaline's going. Yeah. I'm so hype. I'm so pumped. And it's like from that knockout till after the fight goes like that. Really? It happens so fast. It's like by the time I knock the dude out, they're like taking the gloves off. I'm getting to, I'm getting out the ring. People are taking pictures, asking for my autographs. And That's sick. I'm checking out by the doctor. And then before <laughs> I know it, I'm back in my hotel room. I'm like, okay. Wow. You know, so it happens really quick. Yeah. It, it's a good feeling. I mean, it shows all the hard work that you do. <clears throat> the hard work you do behind behind the camera, it right. shows, it pays <coughs> off. So right. it's good. Now, of those seven KOs, you, is it uh, all one particular punch? you have like a special or, or a strike that you like the best? Uh, I like the jab. I yeah. actually knocked someone out with the jab. Really? Yeah, I f well, I gave him a brain bleed. Oh, wow. Yeah, I knocked him out pretty good <laughs> with the jab. So the jab's a good punch. If, you know, a lot of big, strong heavyweights can knock people out with the jab. Like George Foreman had right. a strong jab. He knocked people out. Um, Sonny Liston knocked people out. So I would have to say either the hook or the jab. I like, I nice. like that, yeah. Um, so once you start, once you fell in love with boxing, was there someone who you idolized, looked up to, uh, wanted to replicate in your style? Um, or anything like that? I would have to, you know, everyone's gonna say Ali. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Ali, Ali had swagger with it. He yeah. was a good looking guy. He was fast. He was, he was sharp. You know, Ali, Tyson. Yeah. I like, I like um, Riddick Bowe. You know, Riddick Bowe, I feel like he definitely an underrated heavyweight. Um, Evander Holyfield, you have so many champs yeah. that I watch 
you know, that, you know, you take a piece from this fighter, that fighter, this fighter, that fighter, and try to make it, make it one. Even the lighter guys, you got like Canelo. His, his right. boxing is beautiful. Earl Spence, his boxing is... Some head movement. Yeah, yeah Canelo. It's some of those clips. Yeah. It's a freak. It's, like, it's insane. <laughs> and it's like in all of his fights, like his last fight, <clears throat> I knew like the first few rounds, he'll, you know, warm up, move. You know, yeah. every fight he has, he loses like the first couple rounds. But once he gets your timing down, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, everything you throw at him, he'll block. He'll, right. He'll know how to hit you from all angles. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, so how many times uh, are right now? Um, obviously, there's a lot of training that goes into this, and, and I definitely want to dive into that in a bit. Um, but on a on an annual basis, how many times are you fighting a year? Uh, well, COVID definitely messed up yeah. every fighter. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. About that. So yeah. this year, this year I fought twice. I fought in June. I fought last month. No, I actually fought in June. I fought October 30th, and um, both KOs. No, the one in June almost. It should have been. I, yeah. The guy spit his mouthpiece out six times. <laughs> yeah, in a six-round fight. So. Yeah. I was looking at the ref like, are you gonna stop it or? Right. But normally, at this point in my career, I'd probably fight, I'd say four, four or five times. Yeah. It just depends. Like, the last fight I knocked the dude out in the second round, I I didn't have a scratch on me. I was good. So when right. you have fights like that, you're able to get back in the ring. Right. Like two weeks later, you know, three weeks later, it just depends on your body, how how you feel. Right. What your coach and your team feel. So is, uh, from a training standpoint, where are you training right now? I'm at Atlas Cops and Kids on Sosa Crew. Yeah, Sosa Crew, everybody in the boxing world knows Sosa Crew. You got a good good team, a good coach, great coaches. My, my head coach Sosa, my head coach Jimmy, they definitely, they definitely very technical and they know how to train a heavyweight. You know, it's different. Right. Training a heavyweight compared to training a lighter guy. You know, I can't really do everything the lighter guy does. I can, but I do it differently. So they maximize that, which makes me feel good. Nice. And you're driving every single day. Every like day. Like seven days a week? <laughs> seven days? Uh, six days a week. That's yeah, wild, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. But I keep myself entertained. I listen to some podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I make a few phone calls. From Huntington out. to Brooklyn. Yep. That's nuts, man. Yeah. That's dedication. That's great. Yeah, six days a week. That's awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, and how many hours a day are you training when you're there? Uh, I'll probably train about two, two hours, two, two and a half hours. Nice. Yeah. You normally go in the morning? In the morning. In the morning? Like, nice. You know, it depends. Like, now I'm training at 12 to 2, or okay. I'll probably train at 1 to 3. It just depends on the day, what we're doing. Right. You know, we, we spar Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, you know, Monday, Wednesday, So Friday. you're sparring three days a week? Yeah. Oh, nice. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do technical work, bag work, yep. different different drills to work on my moving and all that good stuff. So nice. Yep. Now, when you who's your sparring partner? Uh, uh this guy Brandon Spencer. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of how many people are. So you mentioned uh, earlier before before we started that it's a, a team. Yep. So how does that work? How does that dynamic work? Um, you know, like we have drills, so say if it's like seven of us, we'll have like seven different drills and we'll right. go around it like probably three times, three minutes, 30 second break. Yeah, so, but when we spar, it's like everybody's in the gym. We just take turns. Yeah, you that's know. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. It's dope, so. Nice. You know. um, 
Now, from like a vision perspective, what's the what's the goal? What is your goal uh, that you'd like to accomplish? Oh, heavyweight championship. That's Definitely, awesome. Without a doubt, that's that's why I do it. You know, I don't I don't compete to be number two. No, respectfully, no one really remembers number two. That's sick. You know, everyone remembers number one. So yeah. You know, I know, I know it's not going to be easy, but that's why I'm doing it. Because yeah. I know it won't be easy. Because I, you know, I don't want to do something that's easy. Right. No. So, yeah, heavyweight championship, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. And what is that path? Uh, like, I, I know nothing about the boxing mm -hmm. world or, or anything, you know, in that regard. I like watching boxing. Yeah. And I enjoy working out and stuff. But as far as, like, the actual, like, rankings and movement, like, how does that work? And what does that trajectory look like? Like, um, you know, how... How long does it take to get to that opportunity of that fight for the belt? Um, it just depends. Like, you have some guys who, like, look at Lomachenko. He had, like, 400 amateur fights. So, him, you can yeah. move a little faster. Right. He had the experience. He fought basically everyone. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so, you know, some fighters, it just depends how, how you move in the ranks. You have gatekeepers. So, a gatekeeper is someone who... Might be on the end of their career, but they're still they still have a little bit left, but not much. Mm -hmm. So you need to beat that person to get to that next level. Got it. And you right. beat that person, you're to that next step in your career. So it's 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 dope, man. I'm excited. Nice. So yeah, that's all right. So it's interesting how that works. It's a and lot that goes into it because like you a lot need behind the scenes. Yeah, you need like your manager, right, and your coach to guide you. Cause right. you know I'll, I'll fight anybody. It doesn't matter if they're <laughs> thirty and zero, right? Twenty and zero. Yeah. But your coach and your manager are also supposed to protect you and guide you right. in the right steps to get to that top. You know, you have a lot of guys who get rushed and they get overwhelmed. Right. You know, because once you're up there with the beast, you know you can't can't come down. So once yeah, once you get to the top. Right. It's not like you could be number one in the world and fight number 250. You, yep. You're number one in the world. You're fighting top 10 guys every yeah. fight. Yeah, so. So now when you have a fight right now, are you um, doing any type of like uh, more intensive, like a, what, you know, I would hear from like the general public on TV of, of a, uh, like a training camp. Mm -hmm. um, is it different leading up to a fight? Not really. Not really. You know, I, 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 um, we we do the same thing every day like every because you know like now like i said i'm in the part of my career where i could get a call and be oh you got to fight you know or yeah like if this fight my fight next next week or two weeks from now gets canceled i could i could have another fight pop up right so i have to be ready and stay in shape for that you know it's different when you're at the top when you're at the top you fight probably twice a year mm -hmm. like canelo he probably fights like twice a year three times the most, but other than that, you know, you're really set on who you're going to fight. It's not really like a pop-up call, like, oh, you got this fight. Right, you so you got to be on your toes at all times. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's crazy. Yep. Um, and then, how does, so like right now, um, so your fight is uh, December 17th, right? Yep. Friday the 17th. Um, so who hosts that, and how does that work? Are they, are they all over the country, or are they all over just the Northeast? Oh, it, it, it could be anywhere. All over the world? Yeah, yeah, all over. Really? All over the world. Yeah, that's um, nuts. It's not like the UFC or like Bellator. Right. Where, you know, UFC fighters fight only UFC fighters. Bellator fighters only fight only Bellator. Got it, okay. Boxing, you can fight anyone. Really? Around the world. Like, I could fight in Mexico. 
I could fight in London. I could right. fight in Canada. I could fight in LA. It's like you know. That's crazy. Yep. So, so now uh, from from a dieting standpoint, so you got you. There's a lot that goes into this, right? Yeah. Plus, it can get expensive between yeah. trainers. <laughs> I mean, food, yeah. trainers, equipment, traveling, accommodations. It, yeah. That's a lot. So, yeah. how does all that work? You just um, got it. The more fights you that you have, the more the more you grow. Yeah, like you know, like my manager, he holds it down if I need some gear. Like I just bought um, winning boxing gloves. They cost me about five fifty, five seventy. Wow. Yeah, for a pair of gloves. Yeah. Wow. But they, they're the best gloves you could get. Like you, they foam to your hand. Really? Yeah. Like Mayweather uses those gloves. Oh yeah. All the top boxers use those gloves, and you know, just like boxing shoes, it cost you like two hundred. Right. Yeah, it gets expensive. You yeah. Know? Headgear is another like 300, 270. Right. And it's crazy. From when I started, now I got like a house full of headgear, house full of gloves. Yeah. Like 15 pairs of boxing <laughs> shoes. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you when you're uh, going and you're, and you're training, how much are you switching up? Like, well, are you still constantly learning new things every time, or is at this point is it more repetition? Uh, now it's more so repetition, and getting used to certain movements. Like, my coach, like I know when my coach says Canelo, I know what to do. You know, I'm just head movement, moving, keeping my hands up, staying yeah. slick. But now it's just I'm I'm to the point where I've been doing it long enough. It's just repetition, staying sharp. Right. And just, you know, just trying to get my timing down, my speed down, right. get stronger as a fighter. And uh, when you're in the ring, your coach is calling out things from the corner. You, yep. How hard is it to, I always wondered that. You're, yeah. You know, going three rounds, right? Mm -hmm. you're, you're, I mean, going three minute rounds, it's a yeah. long time. Yeah. Three minutes. I don't, th I don't think a lot of people realize. I mean, you're getting punched, you're throwing punches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many punches are you throwing around? <sighs> Probably, I aim, I aim to throw around 200, 150, 200. That's right. a good, that's a good amount of punches, especially for a heavyweight. I think especially for anyone, man. That yeah. if, if I stood up right now for three minutes and threw my arms as hard as I can, 150 <laughs> times in three minutes, I'm gonna be gassed. Yeah, it's tough. And at the same time, you're getting punched and ducking. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's you intense, know. dude. Like now, it's to the point where I've been doing it for a while, and every great fighter knows how to control the pace. Right. Like, Canelo knows how to control the pace. So, like, if you watch him, sometimes he'll just walk around the ring and not throw a punch for, like, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. He'll just keep his hands up, mm -hmm. keep moving. That's him recharging his battery. Right. Yeah, so you got to control his, that tempo. Getting his energy back. But when you, when you learn how to do that and you master it, and yeah. you stay relaxed, it's so much, like, the time goes by fast. Yeah. But, you know, like, every fight, you have those rounds where you're like, man, this three-minute round feels like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, listen, I bet, man, I, and I say it all the time, like, whether it's just talking with my buddies or whatever, but fighters, in my opinion, are easily the best athletes. Yeah. I mean, it's, you got to be in tip-top condition, yeah, you man. you got to jump rope. Yeah. You got to do your road work. You got to be lift those weights you yeah know, you gotta do the push-ups pull-ups dips it's like yeah you gotta do it all there's yeah, no downs all day yeah and you can't just focus on the boxing well you need to run you can't just focus on the running because you need to do the boxing right you can't so you need to do it all all and on top of that 
you got to do it mentally. Yeah. How much of it is <laughs> mental in the ring? About 90%. That's nuts. So you yeah. do all that physical stuff to equate to 10%, yep. but your mind is 90%. Yeah. Because it's wild. like, it's like imagine if, if I tried to swing at you as hard as I can. Right. You'll see it coming. Right. And <laughs> you'll be able to block it. Yep. And you waste more energy, like, being tense. So right. your mind, you got to stay relaxed. You got to move. Right. Even when you get hit, you know, it's like, I told people, what makes you think, they hit you the first time, what makes you think they're going to hit you harder the second time? You know, they hit you, they, they punch you the first time. Right. Uh, you know, what makes you think the second time is going to be har- any harder than the first time? So it's just all mental. You yeah. know, you got to stay relaxed. Staying relaxed is the hardest part. You said you, s- you sleep like a baby the night before a fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because all the hard work <laughs> is done. Right. Like during camp, it's like my mind's always racing. I'm like, man, that's what the mental aspect comes into it. I need to learn how to cut it off. Right. Because it's like my mind's always racing. I'm like, man, am I working hard enough? Am I doing everything I need to do? Yeah. But I am doing everything I need to do. Yeah. But me as a person, it's never enough. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing. I think, yeah. I think that was, that's what makes you and I think it was what makes a lot of people great, right? Yeah, There's that definitely. thing in the mind that says like, hey, like it's, it's not enough. I gotta keep going. Yeah. Right? It's like a, a gear in the mind that yeah. pushes forward. Yeah. I hear you on so that. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's motivation. You know, it's just and yeah. people tell me I motivate them to get out here and do it. Well, you know, fighting is like a journey. You know, it's right. like from your first fight to your last fight. No matter how good you are, it's a journey. Right. Just like everything in life. You know. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, as a fighter, um, what do you want to be remembered as? A great. Just a great. I want to give other fighters the opportunity that I possibly didn't have because you know you meet a lot of people in the fight game who just who just don't care about fighters. They just care about the money. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a I lot can of yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of dudes. Yeah. And I've ran into them a lot of cats who just don't care about the fighters, don't care. They just care about themselves and their business, but it's like without the fighter, yeah. Like, what do you have? You gotta have respect for the journey, right? Yeah. If we don't fight, you have no show. Right. You know. So you have these. um, Like one fight, I fought, and the promoter walked off with my with my pay. Really? Yeah. So that had me a little heated, but. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, it happens. So how does that work? So they so the promoter is a different promoter for each fight. It depends, like it's like promotion companies. If if like say if I signed a, um, the zone, I'll fight under the zone, so they'll like big companies like that. They don't mess with your pay like that. You know they're professional, but the lower guys right and act a little. The zone is a promoter. Oh yeah, they're big. They're big. Like you got Golden Boy. Yep. They have their whole fighters. You got the zone that has a whole league of fighters. Got it. Okay, so each each promo, uh, promotion has fighters underneath the pr- uh, promotion, so you get signed to a promotion. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then different promotions can fight different promotions, unlike UFC, where UFC is UFC and Bellator is Bellator. Yeah, like, like for example, I think Earl Spence is signed to one promotional company. I think um, Terrence Crawford is signed with a different one. Gotcha. So that company had to come together and co- come to an agreement for them to fight. I feel like that's the main reason why that fight probably won't happen. I hope it does. Right. It'll be good for boxing. Yeah. But yeah. So eight and zero 
is a statement. The O is a statement. Yeah, man. yeah, that O. Is there pressure when you go in for say. your next fight or any fight following to keep that O? Is, is nah, it? No, nah, there's no pressure. I feel like all the pressure. I feel like you make the pressure. Right. Well, um, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I know. As long as I have to work hard, I have to, you know, I have to make it do what it do. You know? Right. <laughs> I yeah. gotta, I, I gotta, I know what I need to do. I, I train at it every day. I work at it every day. So as long as I listen to what my coaches say. Right. Even in a fight, I hear everything my coach says. You do. I hear my coach and my dad. No matter where my dad is during a fight. Yeah. I hear my dad. I hear my coach. So like a dog whistle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And it's crazy because it's just like when I played football, like you hear your coaches. Yeah. So yeah. You're like it's weird. Yeah, your ears trained to hear it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Like no matter how loud the crowd is, I, I hear what my coaches say and I listen to it. You know, because yeah. they see they see things I I don't see. Right. And I right. see things they don't see. You know. So when you that's another thing too. After a round, how hard is it? So you're sitting down after the round, right? Mm -hmm. Or standing in the corner, whichever it is. You got your cut man, right? Yeah. You got who else is in the court? You got your, your coach, uh, cut man. Two coaches. Two coaches. Yep. And cut man. Yep. Cut man. And how hard is it to focus? Like I, I always say when the camera pans and the fighters in the in the corner, like and people are trying to talk to them and be like, dude, get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. You yeah. know, you're heavy breathing, you know. How hard is it to actually absorb what they're telling you and implement into your next into the next round? Yeah, well well for us, the way we train is we train 30 second break. Yeah. So in that 30 second break when we spar, we always train 30 seconds. So that 30 seconds, my coach will be like, right, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that. And if I'm not listening, he'll smack me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I, I hear everything. We just focus on my breathing. Yeah. Because after, after like the first 15, 20 seconds, you know, your mind is just, you're not going to remember everything. Right. It goes by so quick. You don't really remember everything your coach tells you, so he'll just say, look, you're doing good. Just keep your hands up, keep moving, jab to the body, come back to the head, right. throw a few body shots in there, pivot. Just simple, simple stuff. Nothing too complex. Right, so it's the same time he's, he's seeing it from the outside perspective, which is always great. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. um, what's your, what is your dream fight? Like, who would you want to fight? If you could fight anyone, who would you fight? Anyone? Anyone. Like that's alive today, or just in general? Like just in general. Oh, no, Ali. No, 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 Ali. Uh, <laughs> who, uh, man, that's a tough one. I've never been asked that. Uh, I would probably say not Tyson. I feel like that's probably George Foreman. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sonny Liston or Ernie Shavers. Cause they said Ernie Shavers hit like a truck. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who, I think Ali said, no, um, Evander Holyfield said, Ernie Shavers hit him so hard, he didn't feel it. <laughs> you, yeah. When you get hit that hard, your body goes numb. That's how hard it is. Yeah. And if you don't feel it, that means something's wrong. Right. So <laughs> I've been hit that hard once. Oh yeah? Yeah. I'm not gonna say who hit me that hard. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not a good feeling. So when when you uh I think they say like your your face calluses to the punch, right? Like you get used you get used to it. Yeah, you like, find that like true? my knuckles from punching, yeah. my knuckles callous up. But 
It's like it's it's not like it's not like a normal person who would flinch. Like I, right. I don't I don't flinch. Right. So then I'm used to it. You know, I, I you're doing it every day. You're getting punches thrown at yeah, you. Yeah, literally six days a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting punches thrown at you, so Right. You're used to it, your body's used to it. The better the more in shape you are, the more your body will be able to handle all that all that pressure, right. all that damage. Yeah. You do like the uh uh, medicine balls against the stomach and all. We do, and man. We do all that. Like yeah. I got a rogue bike at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scared to use because that thing's so, that thing's tough. Yeah, <laughs> you used it on your story yesterday or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do my sprints on that. I, uh, I actually want to get the real runner. Have you ever heard of that? No, what's that? It's the hardest endurance machine you would ever. What's it called? The real runner. Real runner. Yeah. Okay. What is and that one? It was made. They built it for. The 1976, I think, Olympic wrestling team, because they needed a workout that would push them to the top. And right. that's hands down the hardest. Like, it'll make you faint. It'll make you pass out. It's tough. Really? Yeah. Is that the one? Is it like, uh, it's kind of arced like that, and you have to propel and it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. That, that thing, like, 20 seconds on that is like, yeah, I yeah. see it in the gym. I look real quick. I just go the other way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate I'll, cardio. I'll be getting, I'll be getting one of those soon. Nice man. Yeah, so it's awesome. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the biggest thing that separates you from other fighters in the division? I think just heart. I like and, it. You know, I, I, I've been, I've been kicked down multiple times. I've had the injuries. I've came back. I've had injuries. Came back. I've had injuries. Came back. But it's all about how hard. How bad you want it? Because right. after the first injury, I could have been like, "Oh man, I don't want to do this." What again. was that? In your hand or something? My knee. Or yeah, your knee? Yeah, yeah. You know, just hand aches. Yep. But it's just that that I just want I just want it so bad. Yeah. So I just fight through it and I just keep going. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Cool deal. Um, if anyone wants to follow you, uh, social media, Instagram, where can they catch you at? My Instagram, Mo Johnson. M-O-J-O-H-N-S-O-N, two underscores. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, dude, thanks for coming on the show. I'm going to come check out your fight on the 17th. Thank you, thank I'm you. looking definitely, forward to it, man. Definitely, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.